Joel, perhaps you'd like to do a dramatic reading. Yes, this is Everybody Cosplay, a dramatic reading, courtesy of Chris Orr. The costume, like in Final Fantasy VII, in BC Rufus, wears a white suit with a white wraparound skirt thingy, very J-pop-esque. But while making the suit, I realized it wouldn't look very good in real life. That's why I switched to the extra-long white coat. Yeah, this is boring. It's the Felicia costume. It says something like, I felt like if I did Felicia, I could die happy. Yes. Felicia was the pinnacle of cosplaying. I could die happy if she was the last costume I ever did. Yeah, pull the mic, like, really close to you, like I'm doing. Okay. Hello, microphone. So we meet again. Uh, this is not very loud. Hello. Maybe if we just stick our faces right up against the mic. I don't understand how someone could make a life out of cosplay. You just wish you could make a life out of cosplay. It's just kind of sad. If you keep your face like this, it looks like that's pretty good. If you but keep you, have your to, you have to keep your face practically right against the microphone. Okay, I'll try to do that. So I guess we're starting at seven minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's not exactly unusual. All right, let's remember seven minutes. This is Fast Karate for the Gentlemen, podcast for today, Saturday, November 24th, where I will probably be recording this, or uh, editing this, as loosely as that term can be applied, on the train back to New York, which is good because I beat Front Mission DS. Uh-oh. Was it good? Eh, it was pretty good. Like, the, it's fun, but... Front Mission games, invariably, you figure out something that just completely breaks the game. Yeah. And it sort of stops being fun after Kind of like evasion and double melee. Yeah. And then chaining off the melee girl. Yeah. So when she evades and then counterattacks, your whole team chains on that guy. Yeah. Well, this is the DS version of the first game, so there's nothing that complicated. 
but machine guns are just unfair in this one. So as soon as you max out your machine gun experience, just basically, which isn't even hard to do, basically everybody dies in one hit, which makes it a little less fun, but that's okay. Dave, if I could interject. Yes? This seemingly cute and mild-mannered boy is actually a master swordsman and a sadist. <laughs> is that tactics? I don't know. That's that, just one That's more the only excerpt. one I know. One more expert from Everybody Cosplay with Jan Kurotaki. Available in stores now, maybe. I'm not sure if it's actually out yet. But why? Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> why, why would you pick buy it up it? for the low, low price of 19.95? It's got full color pages, and pictures of cosplayers. Well, actually, only one cosplayer. Yeah, I felt like that was Jan a little. Kurotaki. It's a little self-aggrandizing. You got to be pretty fond of yourself. Well, I don't, is Jan Kurotaki actually famous? She must be, right? I, uh, if you read her biography on the back, it says she's a new type columnist and blah de blah. And she's pretty, I guess she's pretty infamous in like the Japan cosplay, cosplay underground. Scene. Yeah, I know. That's where they, they tie, cosplay underground they tie one match. person's wrist to the other one and then they have to make a costume. <laughs> and then whoever finishes the costume first kills the other person. <laughs> And then the judges rank them on style and pose. But if you don't kill them like your character, it makes it hard if you've selected, I don't know, like some kind of harem show girl. baby. Yeah. I don't know. Those harem show girls are pretty tough with the punching to the moon and all. (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty scary. But right. It's been an exciting Thanksgiving. Some parts of Thanksgiving more exciting than the other. After you left last night. We were uh, playing darts, and we couldn't really, yeah, that's pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know. I just work here at ADV, they, which they, they're going to hire me for their New York branch office, perhaps. Dude, it's so weak. <laughs> they don't have one. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm unemployed, and I was intending to be unemployed for some time. Like, I was planning to not start looking for jobs until January, which was going to be so sweet. Because as I detailed to you, my schedule right now is pretty much like wake up at 10.30, play video games in my underwear till about 2. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I pound back a couple bowls of cereal, see whatever's on the TiVo. Graziella gets back around 4 or 5. <laughs> play video games with her. <laughs> anyway, so... It looks like I might have some sort of job opportunity. Nice. So so soon. It just kind of sucks. And you didn't even start looking. Yeah, I know, which is good because now I don't might not have to look. But at the same time, I was like, oh man, but I can't say no to it unless it sucks. No, you should tell them that you have to. You can't start for two weeks yeah. because you're busy. Yeah, busy not getting paid. They're like, oh well, here's somebody who can. Well, you can sometimes, I don't know, you can say yeah, some I mean, if they need you to start immediately, you can say, I can start immediately, but I'd like to have, like, a week to get my affairs in order. <laughs> Getting affairs in order being My grandpa being having effect. just died. <laughs> yeah, I know. God. My why, grandpa having just why died. Why does my Xbox have to be in storage? Was that I beat Mass Effect, and I don't want to deny it. And get him. the lesbian scene. The lesbian scenes. <laughs> Are there, is there really more than one I, instance no, in that game where you No, I think there's just one. Can, Make sweet, sweet space love to an alien but lady. Did you see the the YouTube video of the stripper? No. The Mass Effect stripper? <laughs> it is hilarious in its ineptitude. 
Apparently, strippers in the future run through like a two and a half second canned animation that looks more like modern interpretive dance than it does any sort of eroticism. Nothing is hotter than modern interpretive dance. She kind of like thrusts her hand up into the air and then just like, I mean, it kind of. They should just it's like an Enya movie dance. music video, sort of. What a feeling. Dun, 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 dun. I, believe. I don't know the words of that song. Only know what a feeling. Just like everybody else. So don't think you're better than me. Burning passion can make it happen. What are we talking about? You were gonna make, we were talking about Thanksgiving before anyway. we got sidetracked by jobs. Oh, yeah, right. So we were, we were playing darts, and we decided that, you know, maybe maybe it's a lack of skill. Maybe it's the alcohol. But we were not really proficient enough to hit it like anywhere on the board with any sort of accuracy. Though, as we'd find out, our precision was pretty decent. So we started, each no, of us no, had no. our own. No, yeah, that's right. Accuracy is hitting where you want. Precision is hitting the same place. Okay. So we decided to start making up our own special moves. <laughs> <laughs> this was you and Jerry, wasn't it? Yeah, and Greg and Andrew. And then like the girls started getting on and we were like, you can't play unless you have a special move. You know, Jerry's, for example, was the shotgun, where he'd throw them all at once. And uh, I had the ninja darts, where I'd throw them as fast as I could. And then he started timing me to see how fast I could throw him. But anyway, he was a, that was, like, maybe the most successful extraneous Thanksgiving ever. It had the, is there something in there that's just mystifying? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, guy games haven't been too hot for the last couple of years. I assume guy games are... The reverse of gal games, arrow games. What are the? What's a guy game? Don't you remember from watching Welcome to the NHK? Yeah. Gal games, were like, it's the games with uh, you know, it's with like the little yeah. So, so what is a guy game? It's probably the reverse of that. It's probably the girl version. Okay, that doesn't make any sense though, because I'm still reading from this ridiculous cosplay look. Apparently, Karen is a character from Fate slash. Hollow atar- Ataraxia. Well, Fate Slash Stay Night is a, some sort of erotic game that got turned into an anime. Yeah. So I guess Aractica is maybe the sequel. I'm putting this down because it is lame. Anyway. It's better for the entire world that you do. But right. We ate many good things. It was Sweet delicious. potato risotto. A different recipe that came out quite good. That was pretty good, actually. Um... Asparagus casserole. The asparagus casserole was only so-so. Really? I didn't actually eat it. it was, I, just, I had too busy with like the two mountains of sweet, the sweet potato mountain and the mashed potato mountain. Jerry was like my uh, my encouragement team he was, <laughs> to seal to from cheering Aaron section. and Noah of the Ninja Consultants. He was my Oendon. <laughs> um, speaking of which, when I was... Up in New York, like, the, a couple days ago, we went to this Japanese, like, salaryman bar, which is actually really cool. Cause the in beer, New York? Yeah. They have one? Uh, that's what how Noah described it. I didn't see really any salaryman, but I think he was just talking about the atmosphere. They had, like, buck fifty beer, so I was like, all right. but <laughs> Whatever. The atmosphere is now good. Yeah. So we were hanging out with Aaron and Noah, and this guy, Ed Chavez, Chavez who does the, the manga cast. Okay. Um... And on the menu, they had a one of those challenges where it was a gigantic bowl of curry. And if you could finish it in 20 minutes, you got it for free. But it was $25 otherwise. And the thing was just a beast. Like, 
Did Ed Chavez take the challenge? He did, and he failed. But he gave a great effort. How big was the bowl of chili? Um, or curry, rather. It's probably about a foot and a half wide. Are you serious? It was one serious? of those oval bowls. It was, and it was half curry, and it had to be like four or five cups of rice. Snap. Well, yeah. you need you really need rice to eat that much curry. Yeah, but the because rice is, is what spicy. gets you. That's what gets you. But you have to eat the whole thing anyway, right? Yeah, but like if it was just a big bowl of curry, you could eat that. Yeah, you wouldn't have like any soup. taste buds left. That's fine, but you would have gotten the meal for free. I would get my stomach pumped after that because I would be afraid <laughs> of the poo that would follow. <laughs> I need to go to I the doctor. I poopies. After a lifetime of Indian buffets... <laughs> I've become one with the I diarrhea. Think, well, I think I'm afraid of the spiciness. The That's what I'm worried about. On yeah, the way out. uncomfortable. Burns more on the way out than it does on the way in. I remember when we had that uh, that chili cook-off, the last Super Bowl. Yeah, that was an unfortunate morning. Oh the my! Next day, I was. I think I was in. Was I in school? No, I was at work. Yeah, I'm sure my screams resonated throughout the building. <laughs> <laughs> oh god there's still more yeah yes thanksgiving was awesome and you and guys should be counterpart because extraneous thanksgiving was the jam and you can never hold yourself you can never acquire that standard of living you might be happy with your sixty thousand dollar a year jobs and your cars and your tvs but one day a year we get really fat <laughs> pursuant to a day where we get really fat Two times. All right, so I guess we're talking about Cromarty High School today. I don't know why we specifically decided on this show, but we were like, hey, let's watch Cromarty High School. Why not? I know exactly why we specifically decided on this show. Why's that? Because it's a show we could watch all of, and it wouldn't take a whole week to watch it. That's true. It being 26 episodes. Cromarty being an hour and a half long. 26 episodes, but the episodes are like 10 minutes long, so we can actually do it. It's awesome. Hooray! You might remember, if you're a long-time listener, that we have talked about Cromarty High School before. In fact, it was our second episode, and I've li- I listened to that episode on the, like, walking back from the train when I got back into Philly. In the middle of the night, it was like one in the morning, and I was like, this is all right. I stopped by Wawa and I got a cheesesteak. <laughs> they sell cheesesteaks at Wawa? They're actually pretty decent. They're not. Most of the food at Wawa is okay. They're good cheesesteaks, but they're not bad. And I have, I don't have a standard on that hoagie menu that I like to get. So I, I just, go with the. Uh, you probably do like the Italian. The grilled turkey. chicken. Like I get a Kaiser roll grilled chicken sandwich. I, did, I wanted the whole hoagie though. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so how far we've come. Since those those heady days of our second podcast, where I feel like we've made a lot of advancements in some way, but that's old stuff is still pretty decent, despite the fact that it sounds like we're both speaking talking with into a tin can. Our heads. <laughs> ah, old Logitech microphone. Yeah, I you threw served that away. as well. <laughs> it's just like there is no purpose for you. You were fifteen bucks, and you accomplished our purposes for so long. I should write a haiku. To commemorate it. The first line will be, you were 15 bucks, or whatever. That's probably more than enough syllables. Yeah, I think so. You only get five. You were 15 bucks. Ooh. Hey, that's five. You must be some sort of savant. I'm a haiku genius. Even though haiku is a Japanese art form, and saying something in five syllables in Japanese is like impossible. Basically. So, Cromarty High School, as we've said before, 
sort of like the Azamanga Dayo for dudes. But uh, Azamanga Dayo is also for dudes. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. But it's a different sort of for dudes. There's like no hints that people could be masturbating to this in a creepy sort of way. Some people, you know, they do. You know they're out there. You know there's like 30 uh, in this country at least. 30? That's Not a, to mention the place where it was spawned. That's a small proportion of the, uh, the society that we could probably kill them without anybody noticing. Maybe they, maybe we could get them all together in the same place. <laughs> and just blow up the building? Yeah. It'd be Ozumanga like the Ozumanga Naked Convention. Ozumanga Dio. Like, yeah, the... Real life, here, now. <laughs> Osaka. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I'm going after. Yes, Osaka. I don't, what are the other... The mentally damaged one. I like her. She's the best. She's, she's the easiest. Teaching. She's easy. Yeah. She, you, know, you, get, you give her a lollipop. And She'll then... be able to see past my fat, acne-scarred exterior into the real me. I don't get why women don't ever like the nice guy. <laughs> Yeah. The 370 pound nice guy. Who actually isn't that nice because he fantasizes about Azumanga Dayo. But that is beside the point because Cromartie High School is actually a fairly entertaining show. It's one of the funniest things to ever come out of Japan, which probably should sound like a strike against it. But it's a lot better than that moniker would suggest. <laughs> there are, I mean, this is what I'll say this just getting out. Uh, Cromartie. Is good in small doses, but when you try to marathon yeah. entire discs, you get worn out because it's totally bizarre. And it's totally, you know, the shorter something is, the harder it is sort of to watch a lot of it. Yeah. So, like, if you, you got these 10 minute episodes, and in the 10 minute episodes, they're really subdivided into like four episodes. Yeah, it's amazing just how many sort of gag sequences are going on at any one time in a Cromartie episode. And I think that I really, because I found myself getting kind of sleepy as I was watching. And I realized it's because there's nothing to concentrate on, even within the episode. Like, well, nothing yeah. is. There's no plot. There's... Mekazawa is a motorcycle, and then all of a sudden he's not. But he was a motorcycle for five episodes. <laughs> More than that. He's a motorcycle for like half the show. And then almost instantaneously, not a motorcycle. Mm. I. This is actually one of the only manga series I've read. And I've read all but the last volume, which makes it probably more than any manga I've read combined, <laughs> it being 11 volumes long. And I feel like maybe it really benefits from being read, because then you can... Put it down? Yeah, yeah. But you can sort of imply your own intonations and stuff to it. And the cartoon is never going to be as funny as what you can imagine in your own head. Yeah. So, the one, one of like the longer story arcs is the the banana sushi one with the gorilla, right. which is really funny. But I really feel like that was captured better in the manga. It was also, the manga also has a lot more time, obviously, because it's like a lot longer than the anime series is. So that banana sushi thing is really drawn out. <laughs> like in the whole battle between the father of the sushi, that owns the sushi store and his son, the land shark, that's trying to buy up the land. <laughs> that is so, I love that moral, like... <laughs> The or that he it. teaches the same moral with the same kind of sushi, and yeah. they both realize the exact same thing. Yeah, he feeds them the banana sushi, and they both realize, because it's disgusting, that what the gorilla is trying to tell them is that they should not 
force Try things force, that they like yeah, on other people. <laughs> and you miss out on there's basically one entire volume of the manga is devoted to Hayashida falling down a sewer and finding the lost civilization of the apes and becoming their champion. <laughs> and like, I, now I want to read the manga really bad. They do a, they do a lot more with those guys, the four great ones. Oh yeah, and it always says in parentheses, but there are actually five, five of, of them. them. <laughs> and they're dressed like Kiss, except for the fifth one who yeah, well, there's like green and blue well, face paint. They, I don't think they go over that in the show, but in the manga, the, one of the first times they're in, they're like. How come you're wearing different face paint, dude? And he's like, I didn't know you guys planned it. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I did, the one story that I kind of read, that I read in the manga and actually appeared on the DVD was the plot line where on the bullet train trying to get yeah. to Kyoto. And it really, I, it worked better in the manga. Yeah. I, the I whole, laughed like, out loud when I was reading the manga. The and like. The doctor and the sumo wrestler. Yeah. He's like, See, there's no way people could need a greengrocer, a doctor, and a sumo wrestler. This is the funniest joke ever. <laughs> I really like that character of, like, the super tough gang leader who has the secret comedy fixation. Well, yeah, I, I love it how they had – that's really the secret to Oz – yeah, I wanted to say the secret to Ozamanga Dio. The secret to Cromarty High is that they are – I. I mean, now that I know what Gekiga is, thanks to that horribly scarring panel at Otakon yeah, this year. From which we will never recover. Uh, the secret to uh, Cromartie High is that it, it's totally playing on all that. Like, in animation style, uh, in plot line, it's totally, I don't know, lampooning yeah. all of Gekiga. Because you have these really sort of, you have these really classic poses. And they always do that stupid thing where they black out yeah, the eye that's eye. off camera. <laughs> Actually, I was sitting down with Kathy watching this. And she was asking. And she said, how come all those guys don't have eyes? <laughs> it's just the way it's drawn. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're wrong. And that's what she puts her monocle on. <laughs> See yeah. here, chap. Pip, pip. But yeah, I, and that's what's really funny is they take the all the lead, the gang leaders from these other schools are totally retarded. And yeah. the gang leaders of Cromarty are even more retarded. Well, and they, the what's really great about it is that they play it so straight. Like n- obviously nobody realizes how dumb they are, and that's where really the quality of the comedy comes from. Well, I love it how they have the one the Bass High School is the one legitimate tough guy high school because they're always actually kidnapping Maeda, yeah, or you know trying to beat up uh, Yotako Noichi. Is that the guy? Takanuchi. Takanuchi, and. Then, like, the episode where they kidnap Maeda, and then they show up at Cromarty, and they're trying, the guy's trying to describe what's happening. Yeah, with the horse. Yeah, it's, it's Freddy's like, horse. There's a now, horse that's as big as an elephant. And now there's a gorilla. Elephant. And there's a gorilla, and there's a vending machine. Yeah. But this vending machine doesn't doesn't Except have a slot for bills on it. 100 yen coins. Yeah. And you're just like, this is so dumb. It's almost funny. But then, when you watch the fourth episode in a row... You start to feel like this is just dumb and no longer funny. <laughs> I don't know. I I really do not get tired of it though. I've never been in this position before, but I feel like they cut most of the good gags, or not most. There's still a lot of the good stuff from the manga in the anime, but they cut out the one where they're ha- having a competition to see who's the baddest dude, and they're all relating the stories of how bad they were. And Kamiyama, the main character, who's like. If you don't know the story, he's sort of the guy that was accidentally put in this school, and he's not a thug. So he's like, well, I only really did one thing. 
and he's like, in, in junior high, we were having a dominoes competition. And we were setting up all the dominoes to like get in the Guinness Book of World Records or something, maybe the Japanese equivalent of that. And he's like, and we worked for months and months and months. The Japanese don't have an equivalent of the Guinness Book of World Records. Well, then they were I think there's only the one Guinness, Guinness Book. Book of World Records. Um, and he's like, after, the, after so many months, I just couldn't take it anymore. I hated these dominoes, and I just wanted to destroy them. And so he's like, what, late one night... I snuck into the warehouse where we had set up the dominoes, and they're all like, oh, my God, you knocked them over before the record taker was there. He's like, no, I glued down the second to last domino. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, that's the baddest thing anybody has ever done. (laughs) And that is really funny, and I think that would work a lot. I feel, for some reason, when comedy, or at least absurd comedy comes into play, uh, I really feel like comics work better. Yeah. It's the same thing with Get Fuzzy. If they ever animated Get Fuzzy, it wouldn't be nearly as funny it as it is in the just paper. Just feel like Garfield. Yeah, and if you don't know what Get Fuzzy is, you can Google it. It's on you, the internet. You better, better get a life. Ex- yeah, for real. Better start reading the free paper in your city. <laughs> I don't know if there is a free paper in every city. Most... That was more for the benefit of people like DJ Drastic in South Africa. Oh, what? yeah. What? It is on the internet. But... I don't, I don't really. Do you read Get Fuzzy regularly? I don't. Every morning. I used to read it on when I got the Metro. We but, get the paper, so I read it every morning. But then when I got a Game Boy, I stopped reading the Metro. I was like, <laughs> news. So even that nominal uh, source of information. I don't really care about the news. There's never anything relevant. So Speaking of which, man, at the party last night, I think Andrew got a little tipsy. And apparently when Andrew gets tipsy, he talks about politics. And uh, that kid, Matt, I didn't realize he was, like, a hardcore political activist. Matt. So, so they were just, like, throwing politics back and forth for, like, an hour and a half. And then it was, like, me, Chris, and Angel kind of just sitting there, like... I wish the people with Guitar Hero hadn't left. <laughs> yeah, basically. That was so weird that that guy knew scabs. Well, it's, it's the smallest world. That's not even the strangest thing. The strangest thing is that Guitar Hero on the Wii doesn't have stereo. Yeah. Excellent work, guys. Way to Cobbling go. Cobbling that together. Cromartie, that's a show about stuff. I want you to know that. Above all. About, yeah. It includes things like Freddie Mercury, who never talks, and gorillas that never talk. And they, they cut out a lot of the stuff in, in the manga. They keep finding more gorillas and trying to like get rid of them. It's good, but there's only so much time in an anime. Well, I wonder why they chose this format. Because you could probably fit a lot more into the anime if they hadn't gone with 10-minute episodes. I think it's just because of the shortness of them. But then... Azumanga Daio has sort of the same skit type thing. That one does kind of wear thin on a couple episodes, though. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. I, I haven't seen the whole show, though. Much to the chagrin of certain people. It's like Graziella's favorite show. Really? Yeah, she like she'll show it to people who don't like anime. She has no compunctions like say you or I do, where we wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm not going to show this cartoon to somebody who doesn't like cartoons." She'll be like, "You better watch some Azumanga Daio." <laughs> and I, I mean, I guess most of her friends are nerdy anyway, so it's just like, if they like Battlestar Galactica, how much of a stretch is it? Yeah, and if you like Battlestar. Star Galactica, can you really get on me for watching cartoons? Pretty much. 
I've been watching that Total Recall 2070 show. Oh, no. It's actually pretty good, but the acting is awful. What did you expect? It's so bad. But the, the premise of the show is good, so I want to keep watching it. And, like, the situations they get like into. This is just like that. What is that Earth movie? You... Earth Final Conflict? Yes, that but you were obsessed with for, I've, like, three I've, years. I have no compunctions about that show being good in any way. I just sort of liked it. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was revolutionary. It wasn't defining the new internet you just paradigm. Like that black dude with the brain yeah. haircut and the auger with, auger with the orange sunglasses and like auger the, is sweet man like sweet. the picasso painting shirts that the skin type i always wish that another black person would show up and just fail to identify utterly with auger yeah <laughs> just so you could get that and I it's mean, like thug got, life what how do you, you just have a like have a normal business guy walk in and what is your deal man <laughs> Come on. I mean, they already have aliens. He also speaks with like a Filipino weird sort alien. of English accent, but yeah, not quite. He, who knows? I don't he, He's probably from the Mauritius Islands or something. He's not. <laughs> okay, Joe. I don't know what that is. Speaking of islands, the Faroe Islands scored a goal against, oh, who did they score against? Italy, I think. Nice. F Italy. For real. God, I hate They it. lost the game 3-1, to one, but still, the Faroe Islands scored. <laughs> Way to go, tiny archipelago off the courts of Norway. So weird to think. Soccer is such a different game than American sports. Like, I guess the closest thing you could have is hockey. But, like, people don't care if you score a goal in hockey. Like, you didn't play a good game if you lost 3-1. to one. Yeah. It's very I've different. played as the Faroe Islands in FIFA 07. Yeah. But in, Pretty fun. In FIFA, you can just dominate it because sports games are easy. Yeah, I guess. Like, FIFA I, makes a difference because some... Some players are really slow, and mm. most of the players on the Faroe Islands are really slow. So you get blown by. Like playing Brazil, I would just turn fouls off. Really? Because like with football games, I would always I would choose like the worst teams, and I most of the game would be the first time, like kickoff return. If I haven't ran it back for a <laughs> touchdown already, I do it on the first down, yeah. and then I stop them. Maybe they get a field goal, if that. Did I tell you about the Usually time Jacob... Usually an interception. I run it back for another touchdown. Did I tell you about the time Jacob played uh, FIFA online? No. And got totally trumped by some 12-year-old kid? Apparently, we're just not that good at FIFA. Was this on the Xbox? Yeah. So was he was, Xbox like, talking Live. to him on the headset? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Jacob probably... I, I'm pretty sure he would have turned off the headset, or at least unplugged it. And he was like, Howdy! How's it going? Man, you suck! I'm awesome. <laughs> Ronaldinho just rolled all over you. <laughs> Shut up, Johnny Chen, 411. God, stop playing Brazil, cheap yeah. bastard. <laughs> Is there no love for Ghana? <laughs> well, I think Jacob was playing it's like Quote of War or something. So he can shout, you just got Drogbud <laughs> over and over again. Okay, that's like fantastic. You know what but my had, favorite thing to do is talk about Cromarty. Talk about Cromarty High School. I don't. There's not really that much to say. Cromarty is one of those shows that you should probably go out and check out, but do it in small doses because you might end up not thinking it's funny. Like I saw the Banana Susie episode, and part of me knew it was funny, but that's towards the end of a disc. Yeah, it's near and the I end was of the second disc. Pounding so. them. So yeah, I watched two in a, two discs in a row. Moderation in all things, right? Yeah. Well, the. the the funny part about the banana sushi episode is that you, th the gorilla brings out this banana sushi, and he gives it to the guy. And you think the guy, what the guy, the lesson the guy is going to learn, is that 
this banana sushi is actually good. So, you know, maybe good can come from other paths, or maybe yeah. I've only been seeing it from one side. But his after he eats it, he starts throwing up and saying, oh, it's it's worse than I thought. <laughs> so it, it kind of flips that whole paradigm. And which is, they do the same thing. It's That disc is, or that the last half is sort of shifting that lesson learning paradigm on its head and making after school specials seem stupid. Because there's also the episode where Maeda, they turn Maeda into a cat. And yeah. they treat him like a cat. Yeah. Well, it's because, they, yeah, they they do like the take your pet to school day. Well, no, they create a, a a love for animals club. Yeah. And, and then, then they make Maida, who is not a member of, of the club, they take care of And then he's, they're like, how do you know the cat likes to be petted? Does the cat tell you this? He's like, well, I just... I just assumed. It's like, it's like, exactly. You're only seeing it from one side. There's this really great story in the manga where um, the guy, Mass Takanochi, the hijacker who everybody yeah. thinks is Takanochi, um, he gets a job as a pillow softener. I don't know if this is a real job in Japan. It's crazy enough that it probably is. But he's, his job <laughs> That's is... That's the measure for real jobs in Japan. They're just, it's so nuts. They must have it. The country is so messed up that I'll believe anything came well, from it. As long as it's far flung from normality. Normality. Whatever. Uh, so his job is, before the pillows get sent out to retail, somebody has to hit them with a stick to make sure they have the proper softness. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a... A martial art, basically. Like, you do, you need years of training to become a pillow sensei. Did you take all those to New York? Uh, probably. Curses. Next time I come back, I'll give them to you. Word. So, like, he, he can't figure out how to do it. And his teacher's like, he gives him a stuffed animal. And he's like, in three days, you're going to have to soften this stuffed animal. And... If you can't do it, like you're you have to renounce pillow training forever. <laughs> so he like lives with the stuffed animal, he's like eating cereal with it and stuff, and he brings it back and he's about to hit it. He's like, oh, I can't do it. And then he's like, You have learned the final lesson. <laughs> I don't even remember what the lesson was. <laughs> it's just like... And there's this whole thing where there's like one of the toughest guys in schools going around with one of those like plastic headbands with the alien antennas on it that like kids would wear and they can't figure out what it is and like he doesn't seem to know what it is this is all like really funny stuff but it's not really entertaining for us to relate it to you yeah you, you should have been there man yeah. well that's I mean, been there. when i was listening to the original crow marty podcast i just kept going and there was this guy like this well, this is me being facetiously <laughs> mocking what we were doing in the episode in Which, the same episode i was like and there was this guy and he was doing stuff and and he was doing stuff and you there was this guy and that's basically what this is boiling down to Cromarty is like a super awesome show and it's a super awesome show in a, a drift in the sea of shows that are less than super awesome, especially where the quote unquote comedy genre is concerned. Let's run down crappy comedy shows: Excel Saga, Love Hina, all those Karam shows that are supposedly funny but not really. Like, Fruits what's the Basket. other one that's like Excel Saga? Abunobashi. Yeah, well, that, I mean, no, that, that's not the one I was thinking of, but that one's terrible too. <laughs> Sorry, Chris Orr. Yeah, sorry that you, you sent us like three copies of it. We're not going to like it. Stop trying. One of them was in a metal like tin. I did not get that metal tin thing. It's like, yay, I have a cheap box. 
I haven't actually opened any of them. I hope there's like some sort of box inside them. You have the neon. You have the Evangelion one, right? Uh no, I think that they're just loose in there. That sucks. That's worse. That's like so much worse. Chris right Orr, now, get your R and D guys on it. Boxes <laughs> that are actually like the same size as the DVDs. I don't even know what would be better. Just send me like a little hard disk in a cube that I can plug into a media player that has yeah. all the episodes on it. Solid state, man. For real. I wish. Walmart's never going to let us get away with it. Why? Well, I guess I, I was thinking of um, more downloadable media. Okay. But I wouldn't mind solid state either. That'd be awesome. And then we Ghost in the Shell's prophecy, the solid state society would finally come to pass. And if I had watched that movie, I would know if that had any relevance to anything or if it was just a name like Japanese people tend to apply to things, especially in techno stuff like that. I think my cat was sleeping on this sweatshirt. That looks foul, whatever that is. Well, I think that's just paint. I'm not going to lie. That looks like semen. (laughs) Well, thanks. They were talking about... Something uh, strange did happen on the subway. They were talking about going to the Andy Warhol Museum yesterday. And Ben was like, I, re- I really like the the bronze plaque that he's semened on. <laughs> like, video games can't be art, but semen on bronze. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. This podcast is most likely over. Yeah, probably. We didn't get a whole lot done, but That's when is that ever not yeah, the case? Good night, kids. Wait, wait, wait. Makes a pretty hot Rufus Shinra. <laughs> yes, it's true that if Rufus Shinra were a chick, woman, I totally do it. It, he. Most of the artistic renderings of Rufus Shinra make it hard to tell if he is a man or a woman. In fact, he's made of about twelve polygons. Yeah, his head is enormous. You just can't do a character like this without plenty of frills. As bazookas are a bit difficult to get in Japan, I just went with the sword. Whoa. Uh, you want to close it out with the shebang? Yeah, let us close with one more dramatic reading from Everybody Cosplay with Jan Kurotaki. The skirt is supposed to be worn very low, but I didn't want to appear, want to appear too risque. The end.